What up, what up? It's your boy E, and welcome to the 99 Problems Podcast, where today we will discuss the world of the no's versus the menus. Fellas, I know y'all saw the comments on the threads and the posts. We'll, we'll break that down. We'll also cover the uh, last segment in the review board culture. I got some very interesting feedback. Some of the ladies actually chimed in and had their perspectives. And there was a post recently that kind of dug into it as well. And uh, I just want to open that up as it will also lead into the last segment, the Q&A's 99 Problem Podcast. Headed your way. Hey, 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 welcome to the 99 Problems Podcast. It's your boy E. Man, how y'all doing today? As I mentioned in the intro, we're going to have some fun topics and not so fun, but you know, I think they'll all be fun. Uh, The first is the menu versus the nose. Add me and stuff as usual. You guys can find me on 99PRBZPDCST or at Athlete Burner on the Twitters of the world. Um, recently there was a post, right? And it, and it went into what are some of the things the ladies, what are some of the things that the ladies loathe about this experience? And some of the responses were quite of a shock to some of the fellas and yeah, they hit me up and, you know, some openly, you know, voiced their concerns slash frustrations. If I could find a better term, I'd use it. And, and I want to dive into that because, again, this is a client lading show, but I do appreciate open and acknowledge when the ladies give me suggestions and explain their side. Because I do believe if we're working together in this process, we can grow. Um, Real quickly, as you guys know, I have a regular here in Houston. Kissing's not her thing. Not uh, in any way, shape, or form. But I understand that. And is it one of my things? Yes, it is. Um, and we've talked about it. And she's not going to compromise that. But I've found other ways to be, I guess, how do I put it? Excited and enthralled with our experience. I will say that because it is my thing, it does keep my options open when I choose to date other companions who do offer that service. Because I do place an emphasis on it. And she does not. Why does that matter? Because some of the no's weren't as easy as a kiss. <laughs> you know, some of them said they don't like it when you go down on them. No D-A-T-Y, fellas. Um, some did not care for you touching them on the face, the neck. Anywhere not designated, the designated area you're supposed to be in. And gotta be honest... <laughs> This is why we research. Uh, my, my buddy who first hit me up was like, it's disappointing because one of the ladies that commented was in fact a regular. And he gave me permission to say that, leave it at there. Nothing else. And I told him, I don't, you know how I roll. I wouldn't have gave it anyway. And with over a hundred unique listeners, yay, little admin note. Thank you guys. I know that that might get back. So. I say that to say, if that's the case, for some of the new gents listening, for some of the gents who are on the review site, um, do your research. Because lots of time, and especially for those guys on that, on that review site, 
you have a way of knowing. The ladies who who clearly display a quote unquote menu, this excludes y'all. So I know you're saying, wait a minute, what's he talking about? I am not talking to the ladies and gents who advertise, who post their services on their sites or whatever other platform they are using. I'm talking to the gents who basically get their companions from other avenues, you know, i.e. Twitter or Instagram or Trist, where it won't necessarily say what they do. I encourage you, once you've engaged in the conversation, now again, they're not going to have said conversation with you for legality issues, but attempt to find out via your best research avenues if this is something that they do. New guys listening, how? How, E? Because they don't, they say I can't talk to them a certain kind of way. Well, I mean, I would almost encourage you because many of them have a closed no DM policy or DM with a deposit. Hey, I want to ask you a question. If it's okay, can I send you a cash app? You know, a real whatever. If it has to, you know, I'm, I'm interested in booking, you know, here's all my details. Should I say yes? Should I say no? But a thing I would like to know is if you do this. And she might link you. I've seen it. She might link you to a past review. That way she's not giving away her answers or giving away what she does. Or she may link you to a testimonial. That way she's not openly diverting or divulging, excuse me, what she does or does not do. In many cases, I will be honest, in my experience only, they've told me up front, this is not a service I offer. And I understand if if you would like to go somewhere else. Sometimes they've even told me, look, I don't offer this, but I do this just as pleasurable. Um, And I say that because there's a obvious health risk going on right now. Guys, you're watching the news. I don't know how to tell you about Corona or, you know, flu, things of that nature. And some of these women are health conscious. Conscience. It's their body. They should be. It's their brand. It's their marketing and any kind of risk associated with that they're not going to take and i say that as somebody who does like a certain service a certain kind of way not gonna lie and say i don't if my preference were to dfk or open lip kiss i want dfk it's it's to me as part of the gfe or pse depending on which platform you are defining it experience i would almost say the same for oral I actually do say the same for oral. I'm not going to say almost. I told you guys, on my pod, I give the complete truth. I am a fan of BBBJs. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. Um, But in the same token, I understand that a lot of women don't do them. Or they won't say that they do them. And you have to research that. Um, The ones that provide it, amen, great. The ones that don't, doesn't mean I wouldn't book you. It's just, look. If there's other things and it, and it ropes that into a memorable experience, what I'm not going to do is shut it down because you don't provide that particular service. But that's me, guys. Fair warning. 20 plus years in, my tastes have changed. I am very much open to the experience with the person and depending on how it's provided. That's that's me. That's over time. This is a a very seasoned you know salt and pepper guy <laughs> but some of you new guys out there you're saying well i haven't i have yet to get to that point and i'm gonna stick to my guns that's your right 
It's also the right of the ladies to go. I don't provide that. I hate that you asked it or, you know, move on to someone who does. Boom, boom, and boom. Look, some of those no's, I'm not going to lie to you. It, if I'm being honest, one, one I think was just part of the process. She legit said, I don't like you touching my stomach. I mean, how does that even happen? But I guess it can. I mean, maybe she just likes one particular position and you just got to be okay with that. And and if I was being wrong, <laughs> it reminded me of when I read some of them. Being back in Hawaii where, at least out there, the street walk portion is, is primary. Now, they've, they've made long strides since from what I've been told. But street walking dominates heavy on Waikiki. And um, I, have, I mean, out there. I legit had a woman, you know, pulled her off the street and she was like, hey, you paying for this service. We knocked this out and we are done. And I was like, OK, bet. So we get to her shared in call. She takes off one pants leg and goes, OK. <laughs> she bends over. I said, you're not going to take on another pants leg. She said, you're not going to pay a hundred dollars. I said, oh, didn't know that was a process. She said, yeah. And I was only allowed to you know with protection do the basic and then be done everything was upsold and i'm not telling you guys that's fair because if she had told me the price for all the inclusive i probably would have declined but it was part of the get you in the room now start upselling the crap out of you process a very common tactic with street walkers if you're going to go that road understand the lingo the language and whom their management are otherwise that might not be a safe transition for you i don't recommend it it's been many moons since i've done it especially now with ellie's presence being so prevalent <laughs> but i will tell you that you couldn't touch her unless you paid that included her top area if you know what i mean <laughs> and certain parts of her bottom if you did not pay for a privilege and yes before you asked she charged for the left one and for the right one individually. <laughs> when the whole upsell was done, I did not pay for it. It was initially around about 500 And I was like, wait a minute, what? But, I mean, that's how she branded herself. I never saw her again. But I can understand why many would because she was blessed. But in the same token, no one's going to pay that if they know the full price up front. If... I mean, let me let me re-examine. I think a guy would be more prone to pay if they knew the full price up front, rather than you upselling it once they got in the room and then said, "Oh, I charge for this, for this, for this, for this, for this." In addition, so there are women who will say, "To do this, I charge." It. It's no different, excuse me, than trips to Greece. I don't have to explain that. If you don't know, I will send you a link. Just DM me. There's a on the menu for a reason on some of these ladies' websites. Who I know ladies are saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, I don't have... There are ladies who do have trips to Greece. Now, if you guys think that these women are telling you to buy them a legit plane ticket to Greece and I'm done talking to you, please turn off this pod. <laughs> no, it is a specific service. It is a menu-related service, not what they would normally provide, which requires notice for them to do it. So... I say that to say, ladies, I understand you have certain no's, but if your guests come with a restriction, at least like some women do, provide us so they know. And some of these guys are like bricks and many are smart.
But if you openly have no's, understand that some guys probably won't book that. And I get that. It's your brand. It's your target. It's, it's what you do. Many guys will for that one guy who won't. But I say that also to say the guys notice that stuff. And your nose can sometimes, I know for a fact, but for sometimes they can they can make some guys look away. And I can tell you, sometimes it happens and, and these guys are lurking on other sites. Ladies, same thing. Guys, same things. When you're putting on, like me, I'm open, you know. There are comps who listen to this and they'll go, wait, he likes this and this. Not going to book him. Or if he calls, I can just tell him no. And that's fine. I expect and I respect that because at least you know. And it's all about that communication. I, I mention it on every single pod. And I'm going to mention it on this one too. Communicate. It is key in this process. I think all the experiences will be better. And just for my ladies, if you're going to communicate and it's going to work, send them some money. This is a money process. It helps. I know you're saying communication should be free, but it's part of the courting and courting's not free, fellas. All right. Peace. That's the end of topic one. We'll be back. What up? What up? It's your boy E. No, my show does not have commercials, but they could if you want to be a sponsor to the 99 Problems podcast. That being said... DM me, get at me. I have two ways you can do that. At Athlete Murner or at 99PRBZPDCST. It is that simple. You want me to promote you? Hit me up. We'll make it work. All right, back to this episode. Peace. All right, all right. We are on the next segment, the final segment of the review board culture. I want to start by summing up the last two. And the first one was, so you want to write a review where I said, you know, it's crucial that you get consent because in essence, you're telling a story, a story that's one sided. that doesn't have what she may have experienced, her thoughts, her inputs, his inputs, if that's your thing. Or anything like that. You're basically saying, from your perspective, this is what happened. And I think that that's fishy. I think it's fishy because, as the second segment said, if it's good, that's great. And it's awesome. Because it helps her out. And as many of the ladies pointed out to me, if you're in an area where you can use that to an advantage, right? It works because it's free advertising. And it kind of... Tells a story you don't have to tell about the services that you offer and how they do it. However, these things can go south if there's a weaponized review part, right? And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. The ladies say especially know. Because you're taking money out of their pocket. You know, forum sites like the one that's following me and many others. You guys are hit or miss. And especially miss. More miss than hit. And because that's the case, it's almost like you make it tough, real tough for the women to get work. And this doesn't affect the metropolitan areas. It's more specific to the communities that are small and these women are touring in them or they live not too far from them. And you guys know 
you will put a little site to include their areas in the back channels. And it's tough for them to recover. So it requires rebranding and all other things. Why? Because she didn't offer one service that you want. This, that, and the other. So. I'm moving around and I'm sorry if y'all heard that. But it'll get better. On this last segment. And this is just to put a bone in it, right? We're going to discuss the ramifications and and kind of close off the review thing with what I have to call closure. In this particular life, there are some things that are good and there are some that are bad. And, you know, booking's good, screening's good. They all make sense. You know, the experience, even better. I think the review board is very much your mood may vary. And another segment of it is the toxicity of it. The toxicity that a culture is created where many of the women and men are happy in it. And it's hard to break it if you are not a regular involved in it. So in Washington State, right, I was part of one. And I know you guys remember the first two segments on the other two shows. Got senior member status. It was great. But we got to a point where gents were saying, because they were back channeling with other women. Don't see so-and-so. She's messy. Don't, you know, don't see that guy because he's this way or that way. And it took away the the experience. And the review board was used for an escape from Craigslist because at the time, Craigslist was, you go in and you click it, you get arrested. So to get on that page, much like P411 now, you had to be uber verified, right? It took a lot. It took two of us to see you. It took at least two reviews. Good or bad, just two. And once you got in, you were in. A female moderator, someone like myself, a male moderator, we get you, you're locked in, you're good. But once you were in, if you weren't down, you know, maybe your ad would get up. Maybe it would last X amount of time. Maybe it would last all day. Maybe it would only last a couple of hours. Maybe it get bumped. Maybe it didn't. And it all depended on who you knew, the nepotism of it all. And that's sloppy. That's sloppy on a forum site. It's sloppy on a review board because you're not giving that girl a chance to succeed. You know, you're bumping posts all day, but you won't bump hers one time because she won't see you at a reduced price. Hell no. She shouldn't have to do that. But does she do it? Of course, because in your particular realm of the world, if it does not work, you will not book and you will bash. And and I'll be honest, this is not a kill the guy segment because I've had ladies tell me point blank. You're going to see so-and-so. I remember her from the streets. She's a bad person. She'll do this. Initially, I took it as advice. But I remember one young lady who was from... North California, no Cal, right? She was from right outside of Sacramento and she moved up there and a couple of gents saw her. She got on the board and she got verified and I wanted to see her. She met a lot of the metrics that I wanted to look for, right? And I got hit with, oh, I see you talking to so-and-so. Again, these are forum sites, so they're open. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about possibly booking her. And yeah, I'm liking a couple of posts. And, oh, well, you know, my friend knows her from the streets. I was like, how? She's not even been up here. Well, she used to visit under this name. 
So I go see her. We have a good time. And pillow talk starts up. And she's like, you know, it's tough to break up in here because these women are catty. And, you know, they've been blocking a lot of my appointments. I'm glad you booked me. I said, well, I'm not going to lie and say it didn't happen. But what I will say is our experience was good. And, you know, didn't matter to me. And, of course, I reviewed it. And then I hit with back channels like, oh, you saw her, you know, go get tested. All this good stuff. And I was like, well, first off, she doesn't offer those services. So I get what you're trying to say. And what, where was this coming from? <laughs> you know, why? It was because she had a similar build and offered similar services to a girl that was already on there. And. It was a threat to her income and her livelihood that that girl came around and it wowed me. Right. It was like, wow, that happens. Oh yeah, it does. Cause she looked at it like it's a direct threat. And, and a buddy of mine hit me up and said, Hey bro, you saw so-and-so. Why was she? I said, well, she was really good. And you know, I know old girls up here. Cause this guy was a regular of the other girl. And he was like, you know what I'm asking? I said, I would tell you, Buddy to buddy booker. Well, you know, the women know. I said, not the women. It's one. And it's one that you regularly see. Go booker. He booked her and was like, oh, she's nice. I might go see her again. I said, yeah. And the women are killing her reputation because this is what's going on on this form review site. <laughs> Eventually, more guys would see her. And not because of me, but because her reputation proceeded. And it became catty. You know, women would find reasons to be, and, and it happened. Anytime someone new came, it was a threat. <laughs> Same for guys, you know, <laughs> and you just got to be better. So the reason why I don't like review boards, number three, is the toxicity levels. It is real. And it may be better now. But this was something I experienced, something I saw in my own two eyes. And we had meet and greets, right? <laughs> and it's like, meet and greets they're all good in theory when you're online and you're you know joe blow 62 or mike and mike 88 but when you see that person in public it's like look at this schlep over here or oh my god her pictures do her no justice kind of thing and some of these guys who have these online personas do not match what they actually are so I'm looking at this person who was like 10 feet tall online and it's like this little five foot two nerdy guy. And I'm like, whoa, bro, you sold yourself a lot differently than what you look like in real life. And yes, that's a thing. <laughs> a lot of these guys are selling a certain part that uh, you look and you go, wow, that really happened. This is the guy who's not giving accurate reviews or choosing to be a certain kind of way. And, and yes, you don't understand the criminality involved or the long-term logistics of putting their safety at risk. And it, and it's a thing. It's, it's a real thing. I can only tell you this. If someone doesn't want to be reviewed, guys respect it. If they do let them see it. Don't be that guy. Don't hit enter. Under the preconceived notion that that's what you're going to do no matter what. If you do that, then, I mean, you're putting them at risk and you're being an ass.
and who wants to see you be an ass? I just, I can't emphasize enough the the importance of respecting their discretion so they can respect yours. You don't want your information out there. You don't want your driver's license and where you stay and all that stuff publicly exposed. Newsflash, when you review them, you're kind of saying to hell with discretion. Of which they have the right to say what the hell with your discretion. So if they don't allow it or offer it, don't do it. Case in point before I close. There was a segment I was going to use, but didn't get discretion. Didn't get consent. Didn't get consent. Didn't use it. I respect that. And that's how it should be. Because these people really depend on this so they can operate and how they live. And we have to be gents and appreciate that. But with that being said, you never know. Maybe down the line, another venue, another position, another, how do I put it? Another opportunity may exist where that'll happen. And when it does, guess what? (laughs) You'll see that segment flourish. I promise I will add a spin to it uniquely crafted. So where you know it is from the 99 Problems podcast. And with that being said, you got any questions, comments, or concerns, you know how to get a hold of me. Last segment coming up. Peace. All right, all right. We're back with the very last segment. And you guys know what it is. The Q's and the A's. Ah, yes. The part of the segment where I read the DMs I receive. Because I've asked. And, you know, if you have any questions for the podcast for my listeners, shoot them away. First question I got was from a client. He was like, why just stop doing reviews and hop from one board to the next? Well, if you heard the last segment, and I can't emphasize enough, I left the review culture because it was toxic. Um, I have back channeling. Me and Storm touched on it on her podcast, and I'm going to have her on mine again to touch on it. Guys, that can just kill the whole mood, kill the whole vibe. And I wasn't going to target ladies with bad reviews just so they would get out the market or decrease. Yes, I had companions asking me to do that because I was a quote-unquote senior member. And I wasn't going to be more thorough than had a great time, got to give her a shot, you know, generic as possible. Because in my mind, Booker, <laughs> I mean, you know, and I, ha- I came to an epiphany that this could very well be a problem for her long term if it goes a certain kind of way. Yes, uh, I've seen it. You know, these cops will use any kind of evidence against you in a court of law to to include a review. So I said, you know, I'm not going to do that. And And you can find my IP address. She can say, look. He was there. He wrote it, <laughs> you know, if she wanted to. Not saying she would, but it was just my thing. All right. Hope that helps. Again, I have a whole two episodes on the review board culture. You can gladly go back and check where I touch on it. And I you know, wanted to close it here and put a little bun on it just so we can say we are done, which I know we're not because those questions will continue to come. Question from a companion. Yay, ladies. You typically get to the front of the line. But I wanted to use a sew-up question just to go there and end it. But y'all are my ladies. Y'all always come first. As I get them, they will come. How much emphasis do we place when you tour versus the girls we have locally? Hmm. Specifically... 
if there were a girl touring in our region versus a local, which one would we book? Well, <laughs> I would say personally, if I've had my eye on you, and in order for me to know that, I would have to see you on other platforms. You know, for you to tour is one thing. But if I've never seen you and you pop up on, let's say, Trist or, you know, Private Lights, PD. Oh, look, so-and-so is here. I've never seen it before. Okay, well, now I got to do all this research and dig. However, comma, you know, I'm only using Twitter because that's a primary vehicle for me. If I've seen you on Twitter, then I kind of know who you are. For me personally, uh, the touring thing, I think it hits a lot harder when I know who you are. When you just pop up with the dates on the side of your name on one of those other websites, not Twitter because I don't see your social side, it's kind of hard for me to figure out who you are. Now, that being said, if you're on a review platform and you've made every indicator, it's kind of the same as Twitter to that extent. Yes, I would. Uh, if you're one of my faves, and I'm not comparing, I, I, I won't, but I'll say that if you're one of my faves that I'm talking to and we're dialoguing, odds are, odds are. Yeah, I would. I would uh, definitely make time, especially if we've been flirting and intimating about it. Hope that helps because <laughs> it's tough. I mean, my local ladies will tell you that I see them, too, that I, I enjoy seeing them as well locally. And I'm making a better attempt to reach out to some of my local ladies because my city has them, but they're spaced out. And if you're in a large metropolitan, it is so hard. Plus, I live here and I can see you guys. So I don't like to compare when and how I see you. I will say that if there is a fave coming in town and we've talked, yes, but the way my preferences work is, you know, you'd have to, how do I put it? <laughs> Not only, I mean, we'd have to have had a conversation. You would know. And my regular locally kind of has an idea of when I'm going to see her and how. So it's not a big deal, I guess. Let me just say it that way. More to follow on that question. <laughs> Next one from another companion, and I thought this was an awesome question. Should I be charging for the DM experience because it would eliminate time wasters and I feel I have a lot of them? You know, honestly, why not? Because here's the thing. If we're paying for companionship in this modern era, what defines companionship? You know, and if... You have guys DMing you randomly, I would say yes. If you have content, you can wrap it around content that makes them feel really better. Hey, man, buy my content. They will have a conversation. I think that'll work. I've done it, <laughs> you know, but for me, that's part of the courting experience. I feel like if I'm buying the content, I'm opening a, opening a door to a hopefully one day experience where we are booking a date. I have two ladies now who I'm excited to see. But I have knee surgery, but I have started the process and I paid to slide into those DMs because this is their livelihood. All of it. This is the one job where everything that you do from start to finish is dependent on how you carry yourself from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. They know that. I don't have to explain it to the ladies, but to the guys, yes, their DM should not be free. You know, I say that as someone who is slid into a DM or two and have learned in order for that process to be successful, one must at least pay some sort of homage. Does it sound weird? No, but think about it. They're companions. 
And part of the companion process is providing that. And after you've probably, you know, had a date with them, then it probably changes. But before then, I mean, I heard it on, I read it on someone's um, recent post. This is what they do for their living. So they don't have too many male clients as friends. It's not as personal, but this is their profession. And the profession comes with a cost. And they're on clock 24-7 to include that. So I would say, yeah. I mean, I actually would. That's just my thought. And I know guys are probably saying, God, E, back to your simp conversation. That's not a simp. That's if it was my business, I'd probably do the same thing. Um, recent question posed from both men and comps. If you had a friend or a family member or loved one in the life, would you support them? I will say this as honestly and as raw as I possibly can. Absolutely. I actually have a cousin who has an OnlyFans account, so before y'all come for me, understand I support her. She didn't tell the family, but she knows I know. Here's why. Society as it is is going to be rough, and we are still struggling with acceptance. Why is it that at home that struggle has to be the toughest? If anything, as I told the gentleman lady who asked, if it were me, not only would I support it, I'd make sure she had the tightest screening process, a driver, her own in-call, all the security measures slash things that we think and go, you know, boom, in our own mansplaining way, you know. So she could be safe. You know, would I be on the dates? No, but I'd make sure that the driver knew this is my top priority, her safety. Getting her back and forth making sure this is good and I would make it a point that she does them in her end call but you know I get things happen and I can't control how my said daughter or cousin or friend would live their life but security is in the home and yes they would know that she is safe and secure I have no issue with a family member choosing to have that lifestyle but I see things a lot different than most so I look at it that way and go boom yes absolutely Question from a gent. I have questions about paying a deposit because the way my bank is set up and it's set with my spouse or partner. Ah, <laughs> a question that I can relate to personally. While I do not have a joint account, I do have an account that if someone wanted to ask, they could easily look at. I pull cash, <laughs> it just works. And I pull them in pieces, so that way it's less conspicuous, if that's an issue. And I try to pull it around times when I'm also shopping for said spouse or loved one, and I keep receipts. So if they ever post, hey, saw you pulled out 200 the other day, or 300 the other day, what, what was up with that? Well, I bought you this. Boom. You know, and, and it works. And... I will say this again, you match the level of what you do for one versus the other. So if you have a comp who's a regular or a, you know, lady friend who's a regular, you match that with your wife or spouse times two or three. So this is not a cheap lifestyle, fellas. <laughs> it's just not. So I'm telling you, especially those of us who have spouses and our wives, be cautious, be careful and be ready to pay.
to include any other services that you want, as we mentioned in the first segment. Ah. <laughs> if you guys have any other questions, comments, and or suggestions, you know the handle, you know the name, you know how I get down. On behalf of the show, and basically all my new listeners, all my followers, I cannot tell you how appreciative I am, and I close by saying, if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but this pod, it ain't one. Peace.